Rain's here. Kendra's here. Gabby's here. <laughs> it's like roll call. Was that, did, did we hear you, Z? Say that one more time. Hello, it's Z. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to hand it over to Kendra to start this one off. Yeah, so we've got a lot of astrology to go over. Um, we're recording this on the 12th of June, so we've got um, a couple days before we're going to be having Venus go into Gemini. It'll happen on the 22nd of June, and that's what we're going to be mainly talking about in this podcast. However, I'm going to go over a little bit of the astrology that's going on right now. Um, we have um, a lot going on in Taurus. So we have Venus in Taurus, the North Node, and Uranus in Taurus. And Venus loves to be in Taurus because that's her, you know, home sign and whatnot. So we've got a lot of Venusian energy going on. But we also have Mars in Aries with Jupiter in Aries, Chiron in Aries. And so there's lots of masculine going on too because Mars loves to be in Aries that's his home sign so what I've been seeing a lot of is more of this like duality playing out in the world um, with the divine masculine the divine feminine because it's very powerful and divine in these signs they're not debilitated and so you're probably going to be feel a little bit pulled towards one way or the other um everybody has divine masculine and divine feminine within them. It doesn't matter what you identify gender wise. It is more of an energy thing we're talking about here. And some days I'm more masculine. I'm more in my masculine. Some days I'm more in my feminine. And that's kind of, it fluctuates with our mood, with our evolution, with our own growth. And that's kind of, um, you know, what we're seeing right now is this push and pull in inside the, the self, right? Because we've still got this Mercury in shadow phase of the retrograde. So we're still doing this inner work. And this is just kind of like this push and pull between like the assertiveness of Mars and the receptiveness of Venus. Um, we will be done with the retrograde shadow on the 18th of June, just in time for... Venus to move into Gemini on the 22nd. Um, and then on that day, the sun will move into Cancer as well. Um, we'll have the moon and Aries with Chiron and Mars and Jupiter. So we'll have a lot of fire energy um, for the rest of the month. Um, fire and air. So the masculine energy feels a little more... Um, maybe intellectual because it moves into the air sign, right? Um, with this air energy, the feminine sign might not feel as stable. We might feel more emotional with the sun going into cancer, but we've still got Venus, you know, going into Gemini. So that can give you that detached outlook on stuff as well for some people, especially if you have air sign stuff in your chart. Um, so just something to think about with all of these changes. So, anything come up for you guys while I was talking about all that? Well, you know, automatically, um, I am definitely noticing that there is, um, there's a lot more, 
hypocrisy going on and people not really seeing that what they're speaking in one sense is totally contradicting what they're living or what they say in another sense. And that the fact that it seems to be so hidden from them, that, that that's the thing that's perplexing to me because to me, I'm seeing this and it's really obvious. So why is it that that's one thing that I'd be really curious to know is why does it seem like the hypocrisy is so hidden? I mean, I, I understand how we can be in denial, but it really seems like they're blind. Right. Yeah, I was actually talking about that with my partner last night. Like, <laughs> I had like a whole moment because I forget what it was we were talking about, but it was just like, literally, I don't like I'm not even at the, this point with everything going on in the world. Like, I'm not even angry anymore. I'm just fucking confused because it's like it is literally so obvious. Like, you, you couldn't be more obvious. Like, if you had it on a fucking neon sign with arrows pointing, like, it's not going to be more obvious. But people are still like missing the mark. And it's like whether, I don't know, it's like, do people just refuse to see what things for as they are? Or like, are you really that fucking blind? Like, I just, I, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> like, with literally the state of everything. I'm like, what is this? Like, is this real fucking life? <laughs> yeah. A lot of that is because that Mercury retrograde that happened has been squaring um, Pisces. Neptune and Pisces. And right. with, the, with the media, we've been seeing all kinds of crazy shit. So we don't even know what is true because we're only, we only know what we're told, right? We're mm-hmm. only, so there's been that going on. Plus, it's been trining Pluto. So right. this breakdown of truths and breakdown of lies. So then you throw that into the confusion. Um, you know what I mean? So then... Mm-hmm you get an individual that is so confused, but instead of being self-reflective, their ego takes over and says, if I don't know this, then that means I'm dumb. So I have to act like I know this. Right. And then they're mm-hmm. like, and then they say something that's very like hypocritical. And it's like, you can't, it's okay to say you don't know, or I don't right. have the for that like that's okay and instead people are just getting ego bound like oh if I don't have the answer you're gonna think I'm stupid and you're gonna you're gonna one-up me and it's like no it's okay if you don't have the answer Mm -hmm. I think that we're not supposed to have the answer because we're still in this breakdown period we're still in like post you know capitalism crumble right like (laughs) happens for a year this is like years so we're gonna be confused along the way this is just one of these opportunities for mass confusion because of the square to Neptune and Pisces. I mean, we've never even seen Neptune at this place in Pisces. This far into Pisces, none of us alive have ever seen this. So the further it gets into Pisces, closer to that 29 degrees, the more confusion we're going to all have when it comes to media and what we're told from the outside world. Right. And isn't it about to go retrograde soon too? Or is it already in retrograde or... Um, I can check on that, but I don't think it's retrograde now, but it's probably going to, um, I think it goes in the summertime and then it's retrograde, I don't know, six months or something. Right. Yeah. Cause I heard something about it, I think, because it was saying pretty much like the Saturn retrograde is like preparing you 
for also for like Neptune to go retrograde. So it's like get your spoons together while Saturn's doing this because once Neptune gets on board, everyone's gonna be even more fucking confused. Cause like right. Yeah. Yeah, that's good that you brought that up because I forgot all about that. Yeah, as soon as Mercury went direct, Saturn went retrograde. So yeah. that yeah, and Saturn has been bending the nodes this entire year. Saturn's been square the nodes, bending the nodes, which means teaching lessons from the past to the future and like being the middleman that bridges that past experience to the future experience. And like in my personal life, I have been feeling this so much with my relationship because it's awesome. I mean, a good problem to have, right? Like it's, I'm in an awesome relationship and I, and I keep feeling like things from the past are going to happen or right. I look at him like like or treat him like somebody from the past when it's like that is not who you are and and in my body and in my mind I have to slow myself down and and tell myself those things right like this is not I don't need to behave this way because that's a behavior that was useful in the past when I had to deal with somebody that I had to deal with them this way right but it is not useful in today so Mm -hmm. Saturn's been teaching me a lot of that kind of stuff um for me because it's literally on my angle so I have the sun opposite Saturn right now too. So I have a grand square this whole year with my nodes and Saturn and the and the sun and all this stuff going on. So uh, yeah, I've definitely been seeing the polarities of the past and the present playing out in my friends too. Um, that's definitely something like your past beliefs are not matching up with the present situation. Right. So in... In this in this current state of of um, what we're in, okay. If you look at the big picture of the you know the deconstruction, and and I think that we can all see this. But so where where Venus is in Gemini, how is that affecting it on the smaller you know like a smaller uh, picture? Because I think on a grand scale. We see that. Um, I don't know. Well, maybe other people don't see it. Maybe they're just in denial because it's that that hidden thing, right? So they're scared because there's this this feeling of it being hidden. But I think that we all know that something very large is looming, right? Yeah. But but how does the current situation with Venus and Gemini play into that? Well, because when Venus enters into Gemini, the only aspect it has is a trying to mar or a trying to Pluto at the end of Capricorn. So it's an out of sign trine, right? Because it's technically time signs are supposed to be the same element. And Pluto is in Capricorn, which is an Earth sign, and Venus will be in Gemini and Air sign. But because it's within orb, it's like two degrees, right? Like it's at the very end of that Capricorn about to enter Aquarius. Um, so the fact that that's the only thing it has tells me that Pluto is blessing this, right? Like Pluto is blessing Venus. Venus is is responsive and receptive to Pluto. So in that relationship, that means that the, the feminine in us wants change. We want that change. We want that breakdown. We want that rebirth of sorts. Um, so everybody's feminine has been rising within them. Even if you are a man, you know, everybody's sensitive, more intuitive, um, you know, side of themselves has been more awakened over the past couple of years because COVID has made us stop and receive, 
right? Wait, receive information, wait, receive information, wait. So our, our feminine has risen, you know, and everybody and everybody talking about self-care more. And it's like, yeah, we've been talking about that, but like some people are like just hearing about it, which is great, you know, but we all need to be doing self-care, but it's like, nobody was talking about that before COVID happened because nobody had time to stop and wait and think about themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think too, that's why like a lot of, um, I want to say men, like you'll see a lot more aggression and stuff coming up now too, like seeing them be more aggressive because the way that our world and society has like painted everything has been under like a toxic masculinity, like masculine, like brush. So these people where it's like the feminine energies are starting to like become more prevalent in a lot of people, like there's certain men more specifically, but like not just men, but people that are more masculine dominant or like have that mass, like toxic masculinity, like they don't know what to do with this feminine energy so it's like they kind of act out a little bit more because it's all like coming to a head to try and like get out if that makes sense yeah it's the chaos that's the Mm -hmm. thing of feminine that scares the masculine and that's within ourselves too like Mm -hmm. our own masculine side is scared of our feminine side because she's chaotic and unpredictable she's like the void right she's everything and nothing all in one so that's a little daunting, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't know what to do with that, you know, mm-hmm. because the masculine wants direction. They have preparedness. They are planned. It's like the warrior. It's like the soldier, the general, right? Like that's the masculine. They need that because they stand still and, and, and just be who they are. Right. The feminine is like the dancing void around the masculine. Right. So it's chaotic and it's kind of um, intoxicating, right? Like that's why mm-hmm. he's trying to suppress us forever, right? It's like that intoxicating um, unpredictability of, of passion and, and whatnot. So a lot of times that is um, not received in a way that is beneficial for them. Like what you were talking about before, people that are more identified with their like masculine drives and it might be something not so healthy in a toxic way might be showing fear by trying to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so I have yeah. to, I have to ask this because, and I, I know that none of you will be offended by this because I have to ask Z if when, when we're all talking, okay. I mean, we've got, we've got Gabby who's very Aquarius and she's just like, yeah. <laughs> and then we have the Leo that's, <laughs> but when when I look at Z, to me, in a lot of ways, like she is the most feminine, to me, has the most feminine, um, like inviting kind of energy where we're all, you know, like this. Z is like, kind of like, it's I don't know, like, 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 <laughs> so, like sensuous and also like inviting, you know what I mean? And so I want to hear from Z on this because like, because of that yeah so I just want to hear you tell me how you're feeling I'm (laughs) well on the spot now (laughs) I know a lot of what Z does too is she's very Virgo so she's listening to all the details she's very Virgo she's she's taking notes and she's so smart yeah Yeah, she's showing us our notes her notes 
I like you guys say things and then I hear it and it triggers um, a research project on the side. So I'm like, oh, well, now I got to look into this because I I don't really know much about this. So I have like you guys on one half of my screen and then I have like a search party going on over here for like <laughs> everything that you guys are saying. That's that Scorpio Virgo. I still want to know how you're feeling with what's going on though, with all this energy. With all this energy? And what I'm... you're seeing. Um... I know I put you on the spot. I haven't really like I haven't really been able to see kind of past my own little like cloud basically of stuff because for me a lot of this energy plays out in like with my family and stuff like how I how I interact with my family and it's been really rough. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm going with it, and it's definitely worth it because you know there are days where I just like look at everybody, and I'm just like I'm so happy and I'm grateful, and you know everything's going well. And then, you know, other times I'm just like, oh my gosh, I just want to take all of you and then throw you outside, and then come back later, you know. And then, and and that's. But another reason, like, why I haven't really been on social media or anything like that is because, like, all of the energy, even exterior-wise, is just really intense. And like you guys were saying is that, you know, this emotional energy, it's resonating with a lot of people in the form of anger because, let's be honest, a lot of us have never been taught how to uh, feel our feelings, a lot of us mm-hmm. don't know how to be sad properly. We don't know how to be happy. It's almost like an extreme of one to another. Like you're not allowed to be sad. You have to be angry because something needs to be done about it. You know, sometimes it, sometimes it, it turns into like desperation and depression and like really deep sadness. And then, you know, on the far end of the spectrum, you're getting existential and then, you know, idealization of, negative things happening you know so all of this energy like to me is is kind of playing out in the sense of everybody is walking around like we are electrically charged like balloons you know we're all statically charged and we're just waiting for somebody to just like touch us so we can go zap (laughs) you know it's like it just feels it's very heavy but at the same time it's almost like if you can if you can be true to yourself and you can be true to like how you're feeling and then just let those feelings play out as opposed to trying to, I don't know, um, I guess, uh, justify them by action, I guess you can say. Um, Then you're, I guess you can see a little bit more clearly. Does that make any sense? You know what I'm saying? Perfect sense. Like yeah, I'm like, really angry about things, and I feel really frustrated with things, and I I just want to scream, and I want to kick things, and I want to, and I want to yell at people, and I just want to shake everyone, and be like, listen, why are we fighting? Like, why is everyone out in the world just like arguing about everything? It's unnecessary. <laughs> I don't know. I got a little bit caught up, but no, yeah, no, I, no, I, 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 and you're right. Like, it's it's a good practice to let 
us feel our feelings as long as we need to, and then letting them go. Right. And not identifying with our feelings. Like I'm sad. I'm happy. It's more like, I'm just feeling sad right now, but it's temporary. Right. And eventually it'll be gone. And everybody around us, if everybody did that, it would be like, right. Like no projection and no, <laughs> if everyone could just yeah. do them and just like feel what they need to feel and then let it go. And not I, I feel like that also ties into that, like Venus and Gemini kind of energy, because it's like, all right, let's kind of step back for a moment and not necessarily downplay our emotions, but make sense of them, you know, right. in, a, in a logical way. So that we can say, okay, I'm sad, but, you know, I don't have to add a narrative and say, I'm sad because this person, you know, um, because this person hates me because they, they'd want nothing to do with me. It's like, no, I'm sad because they said something that I took personally Mm -hmm. and I have to, and I have to find out what, what it is that, that about that, that bothered me. Right. Instead of saying you, instead of being like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sad. Now I'm very mad because like I'm overplaying this in my head and I'm just, I'm letting my emotions take the helm and I need to reel that back in so that my brain can be like, hey, maybe we need to look at ourselves for a moment and see why we reacted that way. What is, what do I need someone to give me sympathy you know, and make me feel and coddle me and make me feel better and be like, it's going to be okay. Or do I want someone to help me with like finding solutions and, you know, how do I get from here to here, Mm -hmm. you know, emotionally or logically or however we're going through things. I don't know. I feel like I'm babbling. So (laughs) I'm making a lot of good points. Yeah. Yeah. And with Mars, with Mars and Aries too, that sounded just like what you were talking about too. Like, I feel like with Mars touching on Chiron, there's a lot of healing for our masculine, for everybody's masculine, right? And so there's going to be a new cycle of healing of how we are driven, how we uh, produce, right? That's a big one for me. Like, I've changed jobs over the past couple of years, and I've also talked to friends that they feel the same way about producing, right? Like a job only caring about what you can produce in a certain amount of time versus like valuing what you bring to the table and your voice, right? That's different. That values you as a person versus what you can produce as a person. Um, So it doesn't dehumanize you, you know? And so I kind of feel like that's, that's part of all of this is like, we all need to figure out a way to be driven in a healthy way. That's not toxic and not aggressive, but assertive. Assertive. Show up for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and also um, in talking about the productivity, a lot of people will get negative about productivity. Like, like jobs, jobs are bad, bad or, or money or those kinds of things. And they start projecting a negative. Is that human beings are healthy and feel better, have more self-worth when they are productive. But there's a difference yes. in being productive in a negative way where somebody is slamming you and controlling you and you have no input or anything else like that, right? You're just, you just are a, a cre- you're just having to be an automaton and following directions. And I mean, some people thrive in that environment, but those people need to be in that environment, right? Because they need to be micromanaged. But the vast majority of people need to be productive 
in a healthy way, not just right. sit on the couch. Because if you're if you just like lays around and become a couch potato, it eventually you become filled with anxiety, or you just are just kind of like become a nothing, like a zero, right? But when you're productive in a positive way, life opens up and, and it's amazing. Right. So productivity is a good thing. No, yes. I, I didn't mean it as a bad thing. I right. just meant like the over productivity. Like when people are worked so much, like, you know, 80, Feeling 90, guilty for taking a break type of stuff, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. And I've been in those jobs where I don't, I don't even get a bathroom break the entire like 10 hours I'm there. I don't even get a right. bathroom break. And that break. is not okay. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that is where I was like, what am I doing with my life when I was working jobs like that? I mean, now I feel so grateful because I get to work from home and my voice is literally what makes me money. <laughs> my voice and my compassion and understanding for people is literally what I get to do every day. So I found something where my productivity is something that comes natural to me. I can talk all day. I mean, I could literally talk for 24 hours straight. Y'all think I'm joking, but I could. I really could. And I wouldn't even get a sore throat. I'd be good. I'd be good. I drink so much water. I'd be all right. So, like, using my voice is my North Node in Gemini, right? Like, eighth house, you know? I'm, I'm supposed to be talking about the deeper aspects of life, death, birth, you know, the whole transformational type of stuff. So everybody needs to find their own niche of productivity like that, because then it doesn't feel like you're producing for someone else. It feels like you're producing because you want to do this. I want to do what I do right. because I like what I do. I feel like I help people, you know? So when you are in a good place like that, you, you're just producing like, like you just, you're throwing it out there because it's something you love to do and you feel like you have a purpose. And so I just want people not to just get so overwhelmed with that productivity. I'm all talking about my voice and now I'm all cracking up. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, get overwhelmed with that productivity because Mars being in Aries is very driven, but it's going to be next to Chiron. So there's a lot of healing around this driven. Ask yourself, what is my drive for? Like, what is it I want to do? What are the things that bring me joy? What are the things that I could do forever? Like, I could talk about this on and on and on and on and on. Like, those are the things that you want to access and, like, be able to, you know, put out into your, like, real world productivity. So, so now I'm going to put Gabby on the spot because she's our Aquarian. And and taking this feminine energy and everything that you guys just talked about, okay, the productivity and what I what I see with the you know feminine being quote quote chaos, right? Because it has to initiate the change. But this change in the in the feminine in productivity is all about that. Is all about finding productivity in what you love. So in the Aquarian overall view of the chaos that that is being is like pulling pulling down and I don't want to say that as a negative but pulling down you know quote quote the capitalism and how the how the world has been run all this time which is very male energy right so the the female energy is moving in and it is causing more chaos and people don't realize that what's happening so I'm going to ask Gabby for that like overview that cosmic overview of that feminine energy and what's being torn down 
Oh. How are you viewing that? Uh, and, and, and building mean, back up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I feel it more has a lot to do with, like, moving into the age of Aquarius as well. Like, all of the feminine energy that's been suppressed over all of these years, it's, we're, with all of this stuff, like, feminine energy that's been coming into everybody, it's, we're starting to kind of, like, stand in our power, I guess. Um, so you're going to see a lot of fighting with the systems that have been suppressing people for fucking centuries. And I don't know, like, I just see it gonna, it's going to be fucking chaos. Like you said, like the feminine energy is the chaos right now, but it's like, it's literally the fights that we're going to need to fight. Um, you know, it, and it's like, we were talking before we jumped on the recording. It's like everything that's about to happen and is happening is literally the right thing like whether it's what we want to happen whether it's like what we agree with whether it goes with or against our own personal beliefs and morals whatever fucking happens right now is what's meant to happen and it's going to be like honestly like the shit's about to happen that we're probably not gonna like the outcome but then like the outcome from the results of that are going to be much bigger and more on par with I guess more aligned with how we're actually supposed to be operating as humans so like we're going through all of this bullshit right now to get to that other point i don't know i feel like i'm kind of talking in circles but <laughs> no but no, uh, so, no so... that makes total sense yeah i can see that for sure um like with the abortion news i swear y'all mark my words here the 13th 14th this whole week of the 15th is going to be that's going to be talked about a bunch, a bunch, a bunch. Mm -hmm. so just don't get overwhelmed like what Z was talking about. Like it can very be overwhelming for our feminine side to, to feel attacked, right? Like our rights are being attacked. Like, trust me, guys, I am very angry about the whole situation too. But I just keep trusting in the fact that the North Node is in Taurus with Uranus. Mm -hmm. And so the original rebel was the woman I mean, come on, Lilith was the original rebel. So I just feel like whatever is going to happen, like what you said, is supposed to happen. And Uranus stuff is always shaking up in ways that we could never predict. So I do feel like whatever happens later on, it will be better. Um, mm -hmm. It might take a little bit to get there, but whatever they do, if they reverse this Roe versus Wade, it might make it where the states make it free or they pay for vouchers for people to travel to the different states or, you know, it might become where people end up moving, you know, and everybody moves to the states that that they want aligned with what they want. And then we don't have to be around people. We don't want to hear their political beliefs anymore because we'll be living in the state with the same people. I mean, I don't know about y'all. I live in Texas, so I don't align at all yeah. <laughs> with the BS going on here. <laughs> That and I mean, I think even one. that in itself could kind of come back to like the whole shifting into the age of Aquarius, because it's like, you know, it's going to break us into our own communities, whether we agree with our community next door or not, it doesn't fucking matter because we are in our communities that agree with each other. And now we can start like living as a fucking community instead of like having a crazy divide. And it's like, yes, there's still going to be different divides, but it'll be like, you have your little community here, you have your little community there, like, fuck off, leave me alone, like, yeah. if you try to come steal my community, I'm probably gonna fucking kill you, but, like, you know, just leave me alone. <laughs> like, okay, so, so, so let me look at that really quick. Um, 
where that can be positive in living in your own community, it also can be exactly what you said, a, a catalyst for fighting and for mm-hmm. war and for those kinds of things. And I think that that is the thing that most people are feeling in fear of. And I think a lot of what we're seeing are reactions of people in fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's I mean, scared right now. We're all fucking scared. The world has gone crazy. You've got some people over saying they've got nukes. You've got other people trying to like strip people of their basic human rights. You've got other people that like don't even have fucking access to clean drinking water. And then here we all are on our fucking like, <laughs> you know, just so, with our heads stuck so far up our asses. Like, I don't know. It, it's yeah. it's everything's fear. The world's a fucking yeah. scary place yeah. right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's Pluto. Pluto return, especially in the U.S. If you're in the U.S., you're very fear-driven right now if you are buying into all of the stuff you see on the news. Like, if you literally did not look at your phone and did not watch the news and did not listen to the radio and you lived in the U.S. right now, you're probably peaceful. Like, I'm being honest. Like, if you cut all those things out, you're probably pretty peaceful, right? But we all have to connect to each other. So we all have to have our social media or our our phones to text each other. Like, it's not reality, right? So we all are being, you know, indulated with all this information of pick a side, pick a side. And Pluto being here, I mean, this is this is the return, right? Like, this is where we're rewriting the rules of the government when it became a government. So there's no like coincidence that, you know, all the Christians are trying to say that we came as a Christian nation and whatnot. And that's being talked about right now. Like our nation, when we founded this and it's like, no, no. the truth is, is, is under there somewhere. And there's people like me trying to say, no, none of that's true. You know? And so there we go with a polarity, right? Like again. And so mm-hmm. Pluto is bringing that to light everywhere across the board with the government, with the churches, with any kind of community. Think of communities because we're about to be going into the age of Aquarius. So he's wrapping up everything in the government situations, right? And those have already started their crumble and decline. I mean, mm-hmm. to be honest, the, the crumble and decline started when Trump got elected. Yeah. I, I mean, mean it's it was kind of like process. even starting before then. And then that was just when it like amped the fuck up. Yeah, I think the decline actually happened in 2012. Like 2012 Mm -hmm. was a huge marker. I mean, the Mayans saw it. A lot of different cultures saw it. 2012 was a huge change in the Venus cycles. And just like our our galaxy as like a, a galaxy is now moving in a different direction in the scope of all the galaxies of the universe, if that makes sense. I know this is huge talk right here, but like we are now going in a different direction. Like when they talked about the age of man or like the bronze age or the golden age, right? Like when man first became human, right? Like when humans, when we know as far back as we can that humans existed, was the age of Leo, okay? We're now at the age of Aquarius, which is opposite of when man was created, right? And was told to go out and do the Leo thing, right? Like go out and and show yourself to the world and and go eat all the food that you want. Go, you know, go make babies, go make villages, like go create, right? Do that fifth house stuff, create, create, create. Um, 
Now it's the opposite. There are so many freaking people and there are so many, like, it's so like divided into these family units and it's not community units. Like we've divided it so much now that now we have to figure out how we're going to put everybody in all these little boxes and how we're going to organize everybody. And it's become like a mass, you know, situation where it's not just in the U S this is like globally, right? Cause it's not just a US problem, the population on the planet, right? Like it's, and that is why COVID came through. I mean, I talked about plague before the plague happened. I mean, it came through for that reason because of the population. Yep. Okay. So, so the interesting thing, I have to go to statistics because, you know, I'm the financial person, right? So if you look at the year over year deaths, now I'm talking about overall total deaths in the U.S. and in the, on the planet, the year over year, if you look at 18, you look at 19, you look at 20, you look at 21, um, you will know, you will not see a significant change in the deaths which I find very interesting. And then there is a notation about that that says, oh, the COVID numbers have not been reported. Um, I'm sorry, but is there a mass grave with thousands of people in it? No, every time somebody passes away, they get a death certificate. People track that shit and it's been tracked for decades. People are not just disappearing and those deaths not being counted. So tell me if that's the thing that bugs me about this is that if there, if this really is, if this was such a serious pandemic, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying, how come the year over year number of deaths did not increase significantly? It didn't. It, as a matter well, of fact, it went down from 19 to 20, which doesn't make any sense at all to me. Well, well, there's just more coverage um, of the deaths of COVID because if people are just dying right. of natural causes and stuff, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, Aunt Susan, Jimmy's Aunt Susan over here died of natural causes. That's not going to be broadcast on the news. No, but the thing is, too, the healthcare system was reporting a lot of cases as COVID because they were getting funding. Like that happened right. at the very beginning, which threw off all the numbers because there were hospitals in the country that were saying this person died of COVID, this person died of COVID, this person right. died of COVID, even though they didn't, just so that they could have a certain amount of deaths of COVID so that they could get the funding to deal with all these COVID patients that they had. You know what I mean? So it's like all those numbers are never going to be right. So that's why they will not release anything that shows the actual truth, because they don't know. There's too many lies and there's too much manipulation to the numbers that it's just a guessing game at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a significant amount of people, especially for a worldwide pandemic to um, take our population down. I mean, I feel like it was because um, people die of all kinds of other things, but we were cutting those deaths in half because nobody was flying. No one was dying on plane. Nobody was dying in car accidents because we weren't going to like school shootings. Nobody was in school. You see what I'm saying? Like, so I think that all of those deaths decreased, but then we had some from the pandemic that we probably ended up about the same, but we'll never know because the data was not collected properly from the beginning. And right. you can't do a case study like that. You have to have like every bit of data collected you know the same way across the board and they changed up how they were collecting data through the whole thing too so it's like no 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 no. this is not statistics this is y'all are trying to play a magic trick on someone 
Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. So, so, so all, all these things that you guys are talking about, I keep like writing things down. Um, and the, the fact that there were no school shootings, there weren't these deaths, there weren't these deaths and there weren't these deaths. And now we are back into our populations and doing our normal things, suddenly there, suddenly there's a, this explosion of of shootings. I mean, there were more mass shootings than there are days so far on the calendar, right? Um, and and so Canada. <laughs> and so 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 to me, it's like okay. Um, part of it feels, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about this as an orchestration, as far as a conspiracy theory. I'm talking about a universal orchestration of stuff that's going on. And then we're also seeing a whole lot more deaths of, that are kind of unexplained, um, aneurysms and, and heart attacks and young people, all these things just suddenly happening, right? There's a lot of there's a well, lot of that. Anyway, the thing that I keep seeing trying to be suppressed too, it's trying to be suppressed more of this. Oh, we got to suppress the, the, the feminine chaos. Right. But I see it coming through cracks. Like, did y'all hear about that mom at the shooting in Uvalde, Texas that came up? Oh, that'd have been me. I'm telling you, that'd have been me. When I went up to my kid's school, I ran up through those doors, like nothing else. When I thought there was one going on. Yeah. She oh. ran up. And the cops told her, we're going to arrest you. They put cuffs on her. And she kept begging them, just let me go in there. Just let me go in there. Y'all are standing here with rifles and y'all aren't doing shit. Let me go in there. Let me go in there. Let me get my kid. And finally, she got one of the cops to take her cuffs off. And she bolted. She went in the building, got her two kids, her nephew and a a friend, and got them back out. While they were still just standing, waiting to even do that. Like, Mm -hmm. And they they had parents that they had in police cruisers. Like men that were trying to do the same thing, they had them cuffed up and put them in the car. Like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Not only that, too, she was on probation. So they, the cops threatened her because it took her a while to actually like go public with it because the cops were threatening her that they will breach her probation if she talks to any media or whatever. So then she went before a judge and a judge was like, I would never do that. She's like, you are a hero. We will not be breaching your probation like i would have done the same fucking thing i mean obviously the judge didn't say that i'm obviously paraphrasing but you know (laughs) could you imagine i want to go to that court um no like i don't know so then she eventually did like go and talk to somebody because like there were so many media outlets that wanted to talk to her but because the job the fucking cops weren't doing their goddamn job and so the instead of fucking you know just being like oh we fucked up which they like obviously fucked up they are trying to make other people pay for their fucking like neglect they all still have jobs bottom line they all still have jobs um and that shouldn't be a thing if a mom had to go into a live shooting situation to take her kids out of that i would have done the same thing like i remember when my son called me and said that there's a shooter on campus and he was calling me from his cell phone, telling me he's hiding in the nurse's room. Like I left my house before I left the house. I stopped at the stop at the, the top of the stairs. And I, in my brain, my brain was like, do I need a gun? And then I was like, no, bitch, you don't need to be looking like a shooter too. So I was like, just go, you know, but I was thinking, I was thinking like that. Like, I'm going to protect my child. I don't care if I have to kill another human being at this point, I will protect my baby. 
mm-hmm. like mother bear comes out and it's like no so I just I am just like oh my gosh see how that was trying to be suppressed but somehow it got its way through right yeah. I feel like 10 years ago that woman would have been so scared she would not have even gone to before a judge and asked she right. wouldn't have even wanted to tell a judge that because she would have been scared the judge would have said yeah how dare you yeah. we're doing it today we're taking it you're, we're messing it up today you know so I feel like it's still coming out. It's coming out whether y'all like it or not. It's just exactly. going to take time before the suppression is released. I feel like once Neptune gets into Taurus, into Aries, I mean, Neptune, when it gets into Aries, it's conjunct Saturn. Saturn and Neptune are at zero degrees when they both enter Aries. And that's years in the future. But I feel like when that happens, that's when all these illusions of suppression are going to be done. Yeah, well, yeah, that that would make sense because then we're like starting over again because Aries is the starting point. So zero degrees Aries, it's like all right, brand new beginnings. Let's go. We're doing mm-hmm. this differently this time, <laughs> right? And it's Saturn, so it's like Sky Daddy's here watching over this shit. Like we ain't, we're not telling lies anymore. The lies you tell yourself are over, right? Yeah. Like all of that stuff, that shit will be shattered because we've literally been living since like two thousand three or something. 2000? early 2000s with Neptune and Pisces so like all the 2000s have been Neptune and Pisces pretty much you know so when it goes into Aries that's going to be a whole nother ball game we're going to have a whole new beginning on the planet so I have a weird question in all these discussions that we're having right now has anybody noticed that um that there seems to be like a desperate uh um stretch I'm 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 at a loss for words right now to to try to suppress what we're saying like um like men and I don't want to put all this just like all men are all this way I'm talking about more the time that feels threatened like dumb things are can you guys hear me Yeah. yeah okay sorry sorry my phone did something something weird like they're saying really off the wall stuff to to make people be quiet to you know to like shut them up and it's like did you just say that to me right and so and so instead this goes back to what you were just saying instead of being shut down we're like um did you just say that because yeah. it's so ridiculous what they're what you know kind of like what they're bringing up to shut down what we're saying does that make sense yeah 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 it's like are you even listening to the words that come out of your mouth guy like that doesn't even make fucking logical sense like what do you did you really just say that to me (laughs) it's like that like that's their energy not saying that you don't make sense rain i mean like what you're talking about like the men no no no, absolutely No, (laughs) of that whole thing I was telling you all about the satanic temple getting caught on fire. Like some guy with a t-shirt that said God written across it came up there, broke in through their fence and then tried to light the building on fire with people inside it. Thank goodness they had like ring or like some kind of door cameras or whatever. And so they got text messages saying someone's on the port. Right. So then they went to look at the cameras and saw this guy lighting the house on fire. Um, and so that that's just another example of this, because the Satanic Temple is excluded from mainstream, right? So they're more about the inclusion of everyone, which is a feminine principle, right? Including everyone is a feminine principle. And then you have this, oh, it's only my way, my God, 
kind of person coming in there making a hate crime, trying to suppress. And it's like I told I told the group earlier, I loved what the like the founder or whatever of the Satanic Temple said. He was like, you know, you came over here trying to hurt us and all you did was show us that our community cares about us. They showed up. The fire department, the police department were so helpful. They were so kind. The community came together and is going to help them rebuild and, you know, start that kind of thing. So it just goes to show now that if you are trying to be a toxic masculine energy, regardless of your gender, if you're trying to put that out in the world, it gets thrown back at you. It's no longer received the way it was before. Like, oh, that's just a good old boy. Now it's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> So it's not received anymore. It is thrown back at you. So I think that that is the thing that's making a lot of the mass, the, the like masculine go, what the fuck is this? This is not how it's always been, right? Like when I say do something, you do something. And because people are like, no, we don't work like that anymore. They don't even know what to do with themselves. They're like, well, what's my purpose then? Because my purpose was to tell everybody what to fucking do and to, you know, run the show and dictate shit. You know, so then they feel like they don't have a purpose. Well, and it's it's like in talking right now about the satanic temple, there's going to be people that hear that and say, oh, this guy was just trying to protect us from Satan worshipers. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, he admitted to the cop, this is a hate crime. And I came here. He drove from like another state to come do this, like just to come like do that. So it just goes to show that like people have been saying for thousands of years, God made me do it, right? right? Oh, God made me do this. I did this in the name of God. How many people do you hear saying they did anything in the name of Satan? Right. right. But you know what's stupid? Maybe though? maybe Charles Manson. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, These maybe. people that like do things like terrible fucking things in the name of God, like, okay, let's like, just for three seconds pretend that god like is real and actual fucking person in the sky god would fucking smite you like if you ever fucking hurt somebody because god is non-judgmental god loves everybody god does not fucking judge it's humans that judge god doesn't fucking care god created the fucking universe what does he give a fuck what you're doing like why the right. fuck does he care if somebody fucking worship somebody else because god's not a fucking egotistical prick if god is who we say god is Otherwise, yeah, you're just fucking using the Lord's people. name in vain. Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck. exactly. I don't know. I mean, I personally don't believe in God as entity in the sky. I mean, I believe in God as the universe. I, per I personally prefer right. to call and the connection, the, universe, the, but... the living connection that we have with everything. Right. Like, source. It's like I'm comfortable right. calling it source or something like right. that. But mm -hmm. I never call it God anymore just because I come from Christian background and yeah. that like, triggers me to even say those words. It makes me feel like I'm back in worship. I should be on my knees. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, like worship nonsense. Like I just feel so dumb. A lot of it's humility. Like I'm so dumb that I was so young and like naive that I believed all that shit. You know, even though I asked so many questions, North Node Gemini, hello. Right. I asked so many questions, but they all just would like, shut up little girl. We don't want to hear your questions, you know. So you're to be seen and not heard. Yes. It's, it's, it's like that documentary you were talking about. Be sweet. Yes, that pray and obey. Be sweet. Like the FLDS. Like it, it's so ingrained in like Southern cultures. I feel like. Well, I mean, they weren't even Southern. That was like FLDS. But like in the Southern cultures, it's very ingrained to be polite. 
And it's very ingrained to just be, like you said, seen and not heard. Sit down, be quiet, um, be a good girl, be sweet, you know, don't cause any, any trouble. Oh, somebody treated you bad. It's okay. You know, don't, don't talk about it. You know, um, still be nice to those people because, you know, you don't want other people to judge you based off of the way you treat others, even if they treat you like dirt, you know, it's just, it's like all this programming that is so not, um, conducive to a person having an identity of the self. It's just like, oh, just be the shell of a person that everybody can just run around and tell what to do. Yeah, well, um, as long as you as long as you're a female, that you know, that's what you're supposed to do. And when you were talking about the southern thing, all I could think of is fried green tomatoes when she said something <laughs> about, you know, have a nice day, which equals fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> right? So there used yeah. to be this code that was like, everybody knew that, oh, have a nice day was really fuck you. <laughs> but you. nobody could really say fuck you because you weren't supposed to do that. And now we say, you know what? Fuck you. Hmm. Yeah. I used to say, see you next Tuesday. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> see you next Tuesday. You next Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, it's just crazy after I watched that documentary about the FLDS I just was like this is wild I cannot believe that they like breed people into that too like that they have so many people that are born into it and they don't know anything else they're brainwashed yes it is and that's why critical thinking is so important people need to teach that in school we need to teach it to our children because you need to be able to be able to sit back, step back and look at it for what it really is. Not by what people are telling you, not the emotions right. that they're trying to sell you, not the story, not the narrative. No, just look at it for what it is. Exactly. And then that way, stops. that way you can make an educated decision, not just be like swayed by people's, you know, um, frilly words and, and all of these like, affirmations of feeling good or whatever you're doing it for the right thing you're doing it for your god whatever look beyond that because if you at the core of what you're doing are hurting other people you're suppressing other people you're doing work against other human beings and animals and the earth around you you're you're doing it wrong right yep (laughs) literally we're not here to be fighting and killing each other in the name of anyone or anything we are here to work together and figure it the fuck out right yeah and if we're together then we're screwed to repeat this over and over and over and over again until we're we just fucking destroy ourselves (laughs) right we either have to get it or we're gonna combust (laughs) right I've watched so many documentaries about the cult stuff and they all say like nobody voluntarily joins a cult. They all get into it thinking. (laughs) I know that's what I'm going to be doing. But but they're usually, usually if people aren't born and bred into it, it's they are at a vulnerable place where they are actually looking this um, suicidal ideation. They don't see anything in life and somebody comes along and says oh we love you and they're so vulnerable because they need love that they Colts will can't work in a vacuum <laughs> yeah folks work in a vacuum they seriously do they find the most you know susceptible people 
the, the most vulnerable, like you said, you know, they they take advantage of situations kind of like how the pandemic has been making people kind of stay at home and, and you know, kind of isolate themselves. This is where the cults are going to boom, you know, and I, as you can see with all the violence that's been happening, it's happening. They're already mm-hmm. here, you know, and and it's almost like people get I, I don't want to say like radicalized, but they do end up getting a lot more aggressive because of like these cults because it's like this is this is what my reality is now yeah you know they were drawn into that because they didn't feel like they were worth anything and they told them yes you are and then after a while they take that away from them and they say you're not going to be worthy anymore unless you do what we tell you to do Mm -hmm. you want to make god happy right so that means you have to make me happy because right. I am the messenger. <laughs> yeah. I am the messenger to tell you how you can be saved. So now you're just going to sit there while I just ogle you, you know, or while I, I, I feed you this false information. Or while you pay me everything and work for Right. Me. Give me all of your money. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. there's also, I mean, I don't know if it would actually be a cult, but like, I would definitely call it a cult, but like the trucker convoy that we had here in Canada, the type of people that fucking like participated in that, that's pretty much a cult in itself. We'll just call that like a conservative cult of Canada. Like, except theirs wasn't like they weren't preyed upon um, people that were insecure about themselves. That whole thing was literally people that were over secure with themselves. And then they all got together. And then it's a bunch of fucking white people crying that they don't have rights because because they have to wear a fucking mask. And it's like, I didn't really agree. Like I agree more with body autonomy anyway. But like just the fact that it's like the same people that are crying about putting a fucking mask on are the people that are um, being like, oh, but like you shouldn't be allowed to get abortions. Like, why can't we do that yeah. here in Canada? People in Canada right. shouldn't get abortions. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes back yeah, to that duality. But they want to tell you what to do with your body. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's, of course, it's always like the fucking white people that have privilege that have had privilege that have never been marginalized in their fucking lives but they just want because everybody else like the marginalized people like have been having more and more voices lately so now these fucking white people are like well i want a voice too what oh my god you're not listening to me anymore you listen to them like oh my god i'm so like suppressed like you're taking away all my freedoms all my rights i'm suppressed i've seen that with so many guys on tiktok like what is wrong with all y'all they're like crying over the suppression and i'm like um good it's like cool story you have no idea how have those experiences. please stop <laughs> yep well and there's and there's probably going to be a few people that look at this and think well you know you guys are mostly white how can you well it's it's it is the whole vibe of the over privilege a lot of people think mm-hmm. that i'm privileged they're like well you have all these things and you live this particular life and it's like yeah buddy that is i, I didn't walk into anything every i mean i did not have money or inheritance or alimony or any of those things i have been busting my butt taking care of myself since i was a child right, right. Uh, and I am not, you know, I'm not a privileged wife that's being taken care of. And no, that's never been me. I am an independent human being, 
right? Right. Uh, but a lot of people will automatically make assumptions, and they still do to this day, even in the industry that I am in, because I have a vagina. They see they say things like this. Um, oh, I want you. I want you to thank your. I, I'll leave his name out of it. Uh, guy, um, and for me, and they only met once. And I'm like, well, what am I thanking him for? for taking care of you through this pandemic while you rebuilt your business. And I'm like, pardon me? What did you just say? He doesn't pay my bills. My savings got me through because I happened to be a financial advisor and a smart fucking woman. It wasn't a penis <laughs> that got me through. Oh my God. And then they do it again. You know, they, they, they have no shame. They just, they just blurt things out it's like oh well you have a vagina so therefore you're not capable of anything but work for me make me money you're making me money right but but you it's not really you they don't value you <laughs> there's no value there right like they don't value you but they see that you can produce they just don't value it because it comes from a vagina instead of a penis right you know, and, and I, I remember my, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of these stories because I'm so much older than you guys. My, my ex-father-in-law was an atheist and he was, you know, he, he was always, you know, about all these liberal things, but he was the most conservative liberal that I've ever known in my life. And one day I, I had, I had taken four months to go back to school because I was changing my jobs um, so that I could, I could be at home for my kid and still make money, Right. And so I had to finish a couple of, of classes. And so I, I left my old position, took those classes and went into a new position. And during that period of time, my in-laws came to visit. And I remember I was ironing something and my father-in-law said to me, oh, I'm so proud of you for doing what you're supposed to do. And I said, pardon me, what are you talking about? Oh, staying home with your child. And I said, why is that? my job well because you have breasts and ovaries and I said oh my gosh all this time that I've been working since I was 16 I didn't realize that I needed a penis to get me to work and my mother-in-law spilled her spit her Cheerios all over the table <laughs> yeah you know, and that's the thing is it's like there's so many ridiculous comments that come out of people's mouths. It's like, where did that come from? So in, in transitioning here, I want to ask all of you young women there that, that are part of this podcast is there's a lot of scary things going on with a lot of people, a lot of women. What can they do to help them move through this energy so it's not so uncomfortable what well, would first, you suggest i'd get um a pocket knife and just stab anyone that pisses me off oh my. No, just okay. oh my. don't actually do that and if anybody gets we're gonna we're gonna edit me. that <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm keeping that in <laughs> if they made it this far they like us so just keep it yeah <laughs> okay but that was a joke we don't want anybody out stabbing you anybody no, absolutely so you not. have to take things with levity that we talk about so yeah, like she has a penis in her pocket with said knife that's all <laughs> yeah exactly I mean, I, I could use a dildo instead of a knife and just slap people with it. 
Honestly, oh, I used to do that. Okay, I did. I did. Like people would like that is fuck the... me. So I just I had one that I just used to hit people with. And, that is the best. You know, idea. it's the best way so to shut people up because guys get freaked out. They're like, right. <laughs> They don't know where it's been, and everybody's like, right. oh, it was never perfect. It was just used to hit people with, but it's hilarious because they're freaked out. They're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, this might have been put in a bubble. You don't know. So, so, so get the biggest dildo that you can find and, and a purse. I don't carry a purse, but I carry a purse for that. And anytime somebody <laughs> starts pulling some shit on you, you pull out your big purple dildo. Right? He said, you listen here. You listen here. Just use here, it like you to, your finger. Talk like to the, the penis. <laughs> you know what? If all else. I must achieve my sword. <laughs> <laughs> Want to duel? <laughs> but, but you know honestly if nothing else if it doesn't like really hit a point home at least they're just gonna think you're fucking crazy and they're gonna leave you alone anyway so exactly. it's a win-win exactly. you can't lose in this situation you're no. either gonna make them laugh or you're gonna confuse them and you're gonna weird them the fuck out so either way it just seems like it's always gonna be a win <laughs> perfect answer yeah well i think people should just try to um just kind of go inward. That's my answer for like everything that's challenging is go inward and try to do a little bit of your own inner work, asking yourself questions on what's important to you, where you feel useful, where is your value with yourself and trying to focus on the self. Cause I think with all this duality going on, that's so extreme. It's so easy to fall into it. Like I even do, like all of us do we're humans, right? It's so easy to fall into, this is my side. I pick this side and that side's wrong, this side, you know? So if you just stick with the self then everybody else, is, what they're saying is just opinions mm -hmm. and really other people's thoughts are none of your freaking business. So Agreed. why are you entertaining you know what I mean entertaining yourself now when it comes to like governmental choices and things like that that are outside of our control I am telling you to trust the process because the north node and Uranus are in Taurus and this whole process is about breaking down things so that we can rebuild them better for the community for when Pluto comes into Aquarius and starts shifting everything so I'm just saying trust, like trust that everything on the outside that you have no control over is happening exactly how it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. So everything's going to plan, even if it looks like a shit show. Hey, it might be a shit show on purpose. Right. And I trust in that chaos because yeah. I am very, very in tune with the divine feminine. So I trust in that chaos, that breakdown and rebirth. I trust that it will happen in a way that will benefit the feminine at the end you know what i mean mm -hmm. so might be a I weird just, way to get there but we're gonna get there like, right it's take definitely some twists gonna be and turns. weird it will be weird yeah because uranus is involved i was gonna say yeah because you said uranus is right there too so it's like you know for people that don't know like uranus as well think of like aquarius energy it's the you know the unpredictable fucking chaotic but like usually turns out for the best so having that unpredictability, yeah. it's like this is going to be chaotic. It's going to be fucking like it's probably not going to be the answers you want, but it's going to give you the results that you want. So and if and you're really exactly uncomfortable, sorry, it's exactly the story of Venus, too. 
because remember how I told you on the last podcast, Venus was born from Uranus and Saturn getting into a fight and him cutting off the wiener. So the dildo fell in the water and Venus is born. <laughs> so she is born of chaos, right? Like she's born of the ocean and Uranus. She's born of chaos. So trust that the Venusian energy is comfortable to roll with this chaotic energy, whatever happens. And to, and to second what you were saying, when, when things get really uncomfortable and, and you're like angry, take a look at what's going on in your life and just ask yourself, okay, how can I make my life better? You know, can, can I start a business? Can I do what I'm doing better? Do I need to put my house in order? Do I need to organize things so I feel more comfortable about my environment? What do I need to do in my environment for myself that is under some kind of control of myself? Because a lot of times when we are getting upset outside of ourselves, it's because we don't feel, we feel like it's coming at us and we have no control over anything, right? So if we look at our lives and take care of ourselves, then it's not, it, the, we take a lot of that fear out of it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And just remember that you only have control over this person, right? Like just right. you, you have no control over your kids. Even you have no control. I mean, they're their own little tiny individuals. They're still going to go fucking shit up, right? Like they not going to always follow the rules. <laughs> so everybody's going to be how they're going to be. And everybody has to love themselves for that. Like if you get to a tough place with something you are struggling with inside, you need to show yourself love and compassion and say, I accept that part of me, even though I don't understand it. And I'm going to work to try to understand why I'm like that, you know, because that's the first step in trying to change something or trying to love and have compassion for certain processes or behaviors that we all have that we might not like, or that are struggles for us to stop doing, you know, um, just having that love and compassion for yourself and just being like, I'm only human, you know, I'm only human. Mm -hmm. You want to chime in Z before we wrap up? Oh the, no, the I'm just making faces because you guys are talking about like family chaos and right on cue, my kids started fighting <laughs> and all I hear is just a lot of running up and down the stairs and screaming and then someone just being like, no, no. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like you've got some advice though how to navigate this energy go quick oh uh, gosh i don't know uh go with the flow it doesn't matter how crazy it gets what matters is how you react to it because life is one percent of how what happens to you 99 percent of how do you respond you know right. take a moment to respond don't react don't just act out of anger or sadness or you know even joy sometimes a little bit too much happiness can make you jump off a ledge you know kind of crazy stuff um but for the most part i say you know follow your you know follow the feelings but don't let them control you and yeah. <laughs> and, and and try to use that energy constructively i guess if you can yeah turn any of that like aggression or assertiveness into something that's constructive like a project or Right. Like, mm -hmm. or even just stopping for a moment and looking within yourself and saying like why am I reacting this way mm -hmm. is it because is it because what is happening is truly awful or is it because I have been conditioned to believe that something like this is unacceptable right right so beautifully so yeah. you learn with the you learn and you grow 
<laughs> All right. Love everyone. And it was a wonderful session. I hope that everyone joins us again next time to listen in on all of our fun and educational, <laughs> insightful stuff. Yeah. Anybody else want to add anything? Absolutely. Thank you guys. And I hope you enjoy this Venus and Gemini. It'll be a talkative one, just like we were today. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And next time we'll be talking cancer next month yeah sorry rain i didn't mean to keep talking at the same time as you (laughs) (laughs) that's okay that's just how we are today (laughs) okay love you guys right now love you guys love you love you peace out if you enjoyed hanging out with us here in the v cave join us over on instagram Our handle is at V underscore Cave Echo. That's V underscore C-A-V-E-E-C-H-O. We will keep you updated with release information and what we're working on over there. As we expand to other platforms, we'll keep you up to date as to what those handles are and how to find us. Love you all.